0: so Anthony I don't know if I told you you know in New York they do this uh the best doctors in New York it's a big thing to get on that list Mm -hmm. and uh you know retinal surgeon professor all around cool dude that you just met Dr. Ronald Gentile he's always on that list always like every time I see one of those lists and you know I I got very lucky that I found you because, and now I realize that you're the the guy. Um, well, I, I
1: can tell you how that started. I mean, that, re- that really started with, with one of my chairmen who actually recruited me from Detroit to come back to New York City. And uh, I think he acknowledged my talent and he just kept supporting me and supporting me. And he was one of these mentors who was, you know, totally giving. Hmm. He, he never asked for anything in return. So whenever it would, it would come up and uh, they needed someone for a lecture or a patient needed had complex surgery guess what my name would always come up because he was the chairman everyone everyone in the country knew him so anytime they needed anytime they asked him hey who's the best surgeon guess what he would he would put right. me on the list. so I really, I, have, I I sort of thank him for that and you know what happens is you sort of start when people start telling you things you start to believe it and then you want to become it right so you just sort of get try to get better and better and better and then every you know you this is what they say about surgeons you're only good as your last surgery
0: mm-hmm. right? really <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> Well, yeah right so i mean oh how'd you last surgery oh, you're not a good <laughs> so you always tr- so you always try to improve listen you're only as good as your last radio show right so
0: yeah right? that's probably true right <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, there's a couple of things we want to talk to you about today. There's a a study that's out right now. Now, you as, so do I just say, do, are you an ophthalmologist? Are you a retinal surgeon? Like how, how do I, what do we call you?
1: Okay. So um, I, I'm a board certified ophthalmologist mm. and ophthalmology has different subspecialties and retina tends to be one of those subspecialties. So just to give you an example of what other subspecialties there are. Yeah. You have the general ophthalmologist that does cataract surgery, which is one of the most common surgeries that are done. Mm -hmm. You have glaucoma surgeons that just take care of glaucoma. You have cornea surgeons. You have refractive surgeons. So these are cornea specialists that do LASIK and do some of the refractive surgery. You got oculoplastic surgeons. These are are ophthalmologists that specialize in the eyelid and specialize in the orbit. And then you got neuro ophthalmologists. These are like ophthalmologists that know a little bit of neurology. Wow. So you could see how you know how grand this field is and how many subspecialties there are. And, and remember 100 years ago this didn't even exist. Right. I mean in in the old days there was one guy. Actually in the old days the surgeon was the barber. I mean, <laughs> right. I'm serious. If if you go wow. back in the history you go back in the history of medicine you know, medicine men were these very academic with the bow tie and they, you know, we had to get a pill. We had to get this medicine to treat this. We got to put this leech over here. We have to do this and that. And the, the surgeons were considered barbaric, right? Hmm. Barber. barbaric. Right. Wow. And, and they you would go to the barber and then they would, you know, rip something out or grab a tool and they became the surgeons.
2: That's where that red and white sign came from was <laughs> yeah. was from yeah. the blood yeah. that's where yeah. it started
1: yeah exactly so it's it's gone a long way i mean mm-hmm. it's it's gone a long way and then Ian, actually ophthalmology and ent ear nose and throat were actually mm-hmm. one combined uh group and then they split up and became their own so if, if you start meeting some of these uh old timer guys you know that are in their you know 80s and 90s they remember that they would they would either do ophthalmology or ear nose and throat. and they were actually at that time they were sort of boarded in the same in that specialty that was combined. All the literature was combined at that point in time when you looked at the journals.
0: That's really interesting. and now I guess so how come there's so many different specialties? Is, it be, is that because the need arose or did yeah, people go I mean, did people start hitting be like, I don't want to be with the ear guys. Those guys are idiots. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know they can't see a thing.
1: Well, what happened is it just got it got you know it's like New York City everything is specialized right so you know you go to one restaurant and they serve one thing that you can't get anywhere else in the world unless you go to China in the hills uh, you know in this you know esoteric and grandma's uh, kitchen somewhere right so, so it, it, it's so they, it just got more and more specialized and then people what they did is they said okay this is what I'm going this is what I'm going to do I'm just going to do cataract surgery and he says well. What about the ear? You're not going to do the ear anymore? No, no, no. I have enough patients to just do cataracts. And that's what ended up happening. There was enough work and they sort of specialized and then they joined groups. I mean, retina surgeons now have their own groups. I mean, there's not, you know, maybe there's there's about 4,500 of us in the United States. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, we have formed a group and we're sort of organized and we share information. And nowadays information goes real quick. I mean, yeah,
0: that- right now. Cause right. I mean, it's amazing. good because when you pop, pub- that's a, that's a big thing. Like when you publish a study, it doesn't just stay in journals. It ends up, I mean, like I, that's one of the reasons I want <laughs> to have you on because there's a study that I saw. I don't, I don't have access to peer reviewed yeah. journals, yeah. the kind of things you usually that you would publish in. Um, there's a study that talks about how I thought this was fascinating. People like Ray Charles and Stevie wonder, yeah. um, how being blind makes you a better musician and that, and that kids that are blind tend to have perfect pitch. Explain this to me. What is music and blindness? What's the connection?
1: This is, this is what makes uh, medicine so fascinating because when you, when you open your eyes, your eyes are really, you're not seen with your eyes. You're seen with your brain. Mm-hmm. OK, your brain is what's seen and there's a portion in the back of the brain, the occipital cortex, which is where the images are processed. Now, this sounds strange, right? So you can go blind by losing your eye, right? Right. So you get a retinal detachment and you go blind, you get glaucoma and you go blind. You can also go blind, which they consider cortical blindness, by having a stroke, you can have a stroke in the back of the brain or have tra- a traumatic brain injury and mm-hmm. actually go blind and that's called cortical blindness so okay. really we're see- we're seeing with our brain and the brain is fascinating because when you look at th- the brain and you look at how many you know how many neurons we have in the brain okay we got 100 billion neurons in the brain
0: well anthony doesn't the yeah, rest I of us do i have 7
2: do. I, I killed <laughs> my my first year of college. I killed half of those. So...
0: <laughs> and he wasn't. He was he was born with a lot less than the rest of us. So he was already starting out handicapped.
1: Yeah. So 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 this is what happens. Okay. You got you got 100 billion neurons. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're all connected to each other. Okay. So when you look at an image, all those neurons are being activated and and they're being processed. Okay and those neurons are going towards your vision. What happens if you don't have vision at a young age or you're born blind? What happens to all that brain matter that we've been using to see? What happens is it's used for other senses, right?
0: That so feels like that was a fallacy. I feel, I feel like that was one of those cliche no, things, but it actually no, is not.
1: true. It's not, it actually there was, wow. a study, there was a study done that saw that patients that they saw that were blind from birth, when they looked at the the brain that lit up based on the auditory cortex, it was almost two times the representation of someone who wasn't. Hmm. So that area actually was larger. And this is Mm -hmm. is true. I mean, I don't know if you've ever tried to read braille. I I don't know if you've ever tried to do this. Mm -hmm. Braille, those little bumps, that you see right. that, that that you know a blind person, the tips of their fingers are so sensitive, they could learn that relatively quickly. Hmm. If I had, if I tried to get you to do that, it would be almost impossible. It would be very very challenging. Yeah, our eyes get in the way. And I and I was doing some experiments. I mean, I I mean I told you that, you know, like do things smell better if you close your eyes. Do things taste better?
0: Let's if find out. Survive. Okay, <laughs> I, ha- I have some coffee, so tell me what to do. Okay,
1: I'm caught well, you working too
0: hard. <laughs> I love that you have wine.
1: Yeah,
2: you can't have coffee at 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> you're never going to go to sleep.
1: So so what you do is, you know, t- keep your eyes open. Mm-hmm. And drink it a little bit, right? Okay, just, take a sip. Mm-hmm. Okay. hmm now close your eyes. Okay. And
0: do the same thing. Trying to dribble on myself.
2: Tastes the same.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't think it's more intense. I think it's more intense.
0: It's more intense. It's definitely more it's, intense. It's more intense.
2: Why, how can you be drinking coffee at at, at, I at, at night?
0: Do. I, I always do.
2: Okay, I have a question. We were going back to Stevie Wonder and all this. It is 2021 almost. Why can we not fix blindness blindness by now? Uh,
1: sorry. Yeah, well, listen, that's what listen, we're way ahead of what we were you know 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, and way ahead what we were 100 years ago. I mean, th- th- we have come up with treatments for Macular degeneration over the past twenty years, where we have prevented blindness in patients with macular degeneration and diabetic retinopathy. Mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder suffered from retinopathy of prematurity. What we know now about retinopathy of prematurity—if we knew back then what we knew now—he probably wouldn't be blind. Wow. Back then, it was it was actually linked to giving babies too much oxygen in the incubator. And there were some brilliant scientists that sort of came here. There were some brilliant ophthalmologists who, wait a second, why is this kid developing a retinal detachment and this kid not? Why is this kid developing a retinal detachment? And someone just started noticing and put the data together and realized that when we were giving these little babies too much oxygen, they were developing retinopathy or prematurity, and they were going blind. Oh yeah, this is, so So we've we've got, listen, we've, we've, of course there's still blindness today, okay? Mm -hmm.
3: Uh,
0: Is there less, is there less as a result because of all this research?
1: Yeah, so this is the, this is the problem. The problem is um, people living longer right 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 so, so people are living longer so that's so a big they, problem you know, I,
0: like, hey. <laughs> it's a huge problem they just die <laughs> so,
1: so, you're saying, so you're saying it's like okay is there less blindness now than there was before well i guess we have more people on the earth and we got more eyeballs no, no, got but i mean
0: less young people blind, blind. Well yes I, I, mean, kids. I don't mean I like would,
1: old people going blind i would say yes definitely there's no doubt about it it's, I'm not going to say, you know, listen, third world countries are are a different category. Right, mm-hmm. of course. I'm saying third world countries, of course, you know, people are trying to prevent blindness. Actually, it's crazy because if you look at some of these third world countries, some of the leading causes of blindness are preventable. And some of those are just cataracts. I mean, right. here in the United States, if you have a cataract that just makes, you know, gives you a little glare while you're driving your car, it's taken out. If, you, if, you, if, you, if you're in a third world country... Your cataracts get so bad, you can't even you can't even walk out of your house and, and you know, and you all know, continue working. Mm-hmm. So right. we, definitely, we definitely made a lot of progress.
2: But somebody like Stevie Wonder, we think in our head that he sees absolutely nothing. It's complete blackness. Yeah. Is that what they see?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so it, it depends if, okay, so there's different grades of blindness, mm-hmm. right? So when someone says you're legally blind, well, what does that mean? Well, legally blind means that your visual acuity is less than 2200 or you have a very constricted visual field. Mm. Okay? So, if I told you, "Hey, you're legally blind, but your vision's 20/20." How does that make sense?
0: Right, it doesn't. And
1: there, and, but there are. There are people what? there are people who have 20/20 vision who are legally blind. That's because their visual field is very small. So if I gave you a pair of glasses where you had to look through a straw, mm. if I get, you had to look through a straw and you look, at the, you look at the vision chart and you're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. A, F, and you're seeing the smallest letters. Mm. Actually, their visual field sometimes can be so small that when you put the big letter up, you can't see it. Wow. So you put the smaller, oh, yeah, 20, and you, oh, that's twenty twenty. You saw the twenty twenty line. But guess what? They can't walk out of the room.
0: Because they have no peripheral vision. They
1: have no, no peripheral vision. Hmm. But then you'll see patients who are legally blind, okay, that have very good peripheral vision, and they're functioning much better because they can make it out the door. They can use their peripheral vision. They can't, you know, I mean, they can't read their phone. Read their phone, unless they unless it's very big, they can't recognize faces. But but people tend to you know tend to adapt, right? So mm. you have you have people who um, who lose their vision slowly, and they they're able to adapt using technology and just using their environment to try to figure things out. The worst thing you can do with a person who has limited vision is to take them out of their apartment and put them into you know, and bring them somewhere else because right. they they have to adapt to it. Right. So legal blindness is one thing, right? And then you got total blindness, which is blackness. Okay. And I'm just going to, you know, even if you close your eyes right now, right? You close your eyes right now, and okay. you're seeing, and you you're seeing blackness.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But but that's not total blindness because if I shine a light in your eye, right? Light through your
0: eyelid. Right. That's true.
1: Okay? And people say, "Well, is that important to be able to see a little bit of light?" What happens is their circadian rhythm, right, is based on you coming in contact with light. So if if you have even a little bit of vision, okay? You could still have a normal circadian rhythm. And that which,
0: means which if if Anthony of people listening don't understand, that has to do with your sleep cycle, right? Yeah, exactly. So
2: no, cicadias is- are those little bugs that come out in the springtime. <laughs> that's, <what I, laughs> that's what I'm thinking he's talking and about. And only
0: blind people can see them. <laughs> I,
2: I, I can hear them. I can never see them. They're, see, they,
0: you can't see them because you're not blind. Oh,
2: see, making total sense to me now.
0: <laughs> but it, but it, it, but
1: listen, it's a, it's a facet. It's a fascinating field. I'll tell you another thing. Which is wait great.
0: wait so wait. Hang on a second. So how oh. do blind people sleep and get and get okay, a good right. night's sleep?
1: So, 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 so if you're totally blind, it's a problem, it's a problem. And, and there are drugs on the market and uh, you may have seen commercials on these drugs where they try to try to get your circadian rhythm back. Um, so, but, but the thing is, even if you just see light, you can still have that rhythm. Right. And you, know, you, and, you, you and you see this, right? So, you know, you, you'll, you'll, you know, the thing is you'll tell patients, like I'll give you an example. If you really want to screw up, your your circadian rhythm you know be on your iphone all night like what you guys are doing now with all these screens and everything (laughs) right that's gonna kill you that that's why you wake up like where the hell am i what time is it right so so that's why we tell like if patients have difficulty sleeping we try to say hey limit your screen time after six o'clock get off your phone get off your get off your devices and Get away from that blue light, the blue right. light. I've,
0: he- I've heard sleep specialists stay, say that, that get yeah. off. Yeah, absolutely, that you should get off no screen time after a certain time so you can get some sleep.
1: Yeah, and, and, it, and it actually works. I'll tell you another fascinating phenomenon. Yes, please. It's um, And you'll like this, Anthony. Okay. Um, it's called Charles Bonnet Syndrome. Uh, have you ever heard of uh phantom limb?
3: Yes. Where, yeah. you
1: know, yeah. unfortunately, they have an accident and they feel like their arm is still there. Yeah. Well, there's something that happens to the visual cortex, which is similar to this, where people actually lose their vision and they have visual hallucinations. Oh. Yeah, where they see things that are oh, not. Oh, that would be horrible.
2: Whoa. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh my
0: God. I mean, like in college, there were drugs that helped you do that. I didn't realize that that's like a thing in real life.
2: Right. I once saw my refrigerator stand up and walk out of the room, but that was because of acid.
3: (laughs) It was a high school thing. I, you know.
1: Actually, actually the, the truth is, yeah, if you look at the books on visual hallucinations, yeah, drugs are number one. They are number one. Uh, are Charles, number one. Charles, yeah, Charles Bonnet is on, <laughs> on the bottom there. So if someone comes in and complains, the first thing you ask them is if, if they've been taking mushrooms or something. Um,
0: is Charles Bonnet related to Lisa Bonnet?
1: No, no, not related. They don't know
0: each other? No, not
1: related. But what's, what's interesting about this syndrome is that, um, you know, every patient's a little bit different. So some patients are scared and think they're going to go crazy, right? right. Well, it, yeah,
0: it, it, I mean, it's, uh, of course, you're having hallucinations. A, <laughs> but I have other patients. That's sort of the definition of crazy. <laughs> I have, yeah,
1: and I, but I have other patients who who actually take the other side and actually enjoy it. I had I had a, a patient of mine who was an artist, and he said, he said, yeah, he's having these. Uh, hallucinations and he said it was the most beautiful thing wow he said it was a field of flowers and then as soon as he sees this okay he tries to remember it he gets to he brings his easel out Hmm. and and he starts to starts to try to paint it
0: Hmm.
1: which 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 is fascinating absolutely fascinating
0: how do you get that is it is it genetic is it something that people do (laughs) (laughs) i mean are there things like this that we can avoid
1: well, the thing is, we, we just, you know, just, we, we, we don't go blind. I mean, you know, I, I'd say that. Okay.
0: <laughs> Are you telling me not to go blind? Because I don't want to. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's
0: it. Don't go blind.
1: I mean, that's. Okay.
0: You know. That was easy. So just look in the mirror. Is it is it like Bloody Mary? Just say to myself three times, don't go blind, don't go blind, don't go blind, and it won't happen?
1: Yeah, it could. Yeah. If, you, if you're, see, the thing, what I think is. There's a couple. I, I'm going to put together a top 10 of how not to go blind.
2: Okay. No masturbation. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. No masturbation is number one. You gave away the lead. <laughs> they only said you're going
2: to go blind, kid. That's right. <laughs> As as an eye doctor, you need to walk in every now and then and tell somebody you you really have to stop this. <laughs> it's a three time a day habit. You got to stop because you're going to go blind. I, I see this chart. It's it's too much.
0: <laughs> or if the patient's already blind, you can be like, Listen, "You were told as a kid. You were told." <laughs>
1: Anthony, Anthony reminded you <laughs> I'm sorry
2: it was too easy
1: <laughs> I, I would say that most and listen most blindness is is probably avoidable I'm not going to say all of it is but most of it is I mean you're right there's some genetic things that you inherit you know we always got to blame our parents for something mm-hmm. you know, where you know you sort of unfortunately you know develop a gene but we're but we're making progress even on that front in terms of re- replacing defective genes and uh, we are making some progress there in terms of preventing no violence. this is
0: because i blame them for my personality i'd like to blame them for something else so this is <laughs> right
1: great. have you ever had a a, a a
2: subject that was completely stevie wonder blind and you brought back some type of sight to them
0: Wait, yeah, tell yeah, him yeah, about yeah. The, the MTA, the, the Matthew, the MTA yeah. guy. Tell him that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, uh, okay, so. Wait, this, well, let me just okay, say, okay, hang uh, on. This uh, made uh, national This made national news. This was a really big story in case you missed. But, it. All right, but
1: he, he's asking someone who was t- almost, okay, so there, I'm going to go back four years. Okay. Four years ago, uh, I was introduced to um, a young woman who got stabbed 30 times. 30 times in the face and in both and in both eyes no
0: oh my god
1: and um who did it uh it was um it was um
2: somebody she uh, knew
1: uh, it's a really sad i mean this story i mean actually she's i i still i still keep in touch with her okay um i consider her a patient and also a friend Mm -hmm. um she, it happened one of, uh, she had a schizophrenic boyfriend at that time ah. um, who uh, showed up and, 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 and did this. I didn't really know this at that time. The only reason why I ended up knowing more about it is because they brought us on the show called The Doctors. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah. And they presented her and they, they put me on stage, which was, uh, which, which I actually learned a lot more about what happened to her. Then I knew even as a, you know, as a, all I knew is she got stabbed 30 times and my job was to get her vision back. Mm-hmm. So she had no vision in, the, in both eyes. Wow. And she had multiple opinions with other doctors and the doctors felt there was nothing they can do. And I, I, I found out that one of my fellows, this is one of the doctors that I was training, saw her and said, listen, Dr. Gentili's going to be here tomorrow. Why don't you come and take a let him take a look at you? So she came in the next day, and I remember she walked in the room, and I said to her, "I says we have to at least try. We can't. We gotta give it at least one shot of trying to get your vision back." And remember, she was both eyes, so I had to choose which eye to operate on first. So I operated on the eye that had the what I thought had the greatest potential. Mm-hmm. What ended up happening is we actually gave her vision back. We got her vision back to yeah, we got her vision to about 2080
3: in that
1: oh, eye. No. And we also she was using a device which was something called E-sight which was electronic glasses at the time. Mm-hmm. And we were able to get her on the visual acuity chart. Now, I'm not saying her visual acuity is 2020. But she was able to see the 2020 line using these glasses. Which wow. gives you it gives you some magnification. And the greatest joy was for her to see her son graduate. Oh wow. that that brought tears to everyone's eyes. Because what happened is what we ended up finding out is when the schizophrenic boyfriend broke in, okay, broke into the door with the knife, okay, he wanted to stab her son, oh. she fought back, wow. and that's how it ended up happening. Oh my God! So, what so that's the one. That you know, there's there's other cases that I've done like that, but that's I would say that's probably the most that's the most dramatic one, and that got you know that got headlines, that got me on a couple of radio shows, it got me on the doctor show, they flew me out to they flew me out to Hollywood. At that time, and I mm-hmm. finally got to see. I got to see. I mean, I, I was always thinking you go to Hollywood. It's gonna be. Oh my God! It's gonna be so good.
0: And I'm like, what the hell is this? I know it's a dump. You <laughs> lived there for three months. I, I know. Back to New York. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I don't smell pee.
2: I'm not. I, 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 I want to smell pee. That means I'm in New York.
1: <laughs> and, the, and the real and the crazy thing is, you wait around a lot. You just wait. And I'm like, yeah. I got to do something. I mean, yeah, who, TV's
0: the worst. Mm-hmm. Um tell Anthony the the other story that I was talking about that made national news was um the MTA conductor Matthew. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, tell Anthony what happened with him and how you saved that guy's vision. Oh, I love this story. Yeah, so
1: this um this this gentleman got impaled with a deer antler right through the in right his through, eye, Anthony. No, when in he was yeah, yeah. Right, right through the center of his eye. Wow. And this is and this is, you know, this is um This is a conductor i mean he's um you know uh he has a little daughter i mean it was was a freak accident
3: Mm -hmm. a
1: total freak accident and he ended up um you know he ended up uh it's interesting how he got to me okay so he got to me because his wife is so tenacious and was making all these phone calls and called up the mayo clinic And says, "I'm taking my husband to the Mayo Clinic because I got to see this doctor, the Mayo." So they get this—they get a friend of mine on the phone, okay, who I trained. Mm -hmm. I was part of his, did part of his training. We trained together, right? And he goes, "Why are you? Wait, where are you?" He goes, (laughs) "Why are you coming to the Mayo Clinic? Why don't you go see Doctor (laughs) Gentili? That and and that's that's how he ended up. That's how that's how he ended up getting to me. So, and then, you know, because the thing is, I've been doing this for so many years, doing some of these really horrendous trauma cases, Mm. you tend to, um, you know, you tend to know what to do. You tend to know what the prognosis is gonna be. You tend to know how to, uh, you know how to get the best chance of success. It it doesn't guarantee success, but you know what to do and what not to do, right? So what I think what happens with with some surgeons is, they look at something and and this is true in some parts of the world where they look at the injury and they say, Oh my God, there's nothing to do. I'm going to just take out the eye. And I'm like, Oh, Mm. there's other data points to look at that you want to see that you want to say, wait a second, give it a shot and give it a chance. Right. And then once you, once you say, Hey, this eye has a chance, I have this whole protocol and I have a, a lecture that I give doctors that goes through how do you do it? How do you get to that point? And it's sort of, I have a video that has about 50 different segments of surgery. So, for example, surgeries have, I would say, you know, most complicated surgeries have probably maybe a thousand different steps,
3: mm-hmm.
1: but those steps can be combined into you know, little, into 50 different stories. And so what I've done is I've taken these 50 stories and I've made, you know, 10 second videos on, okay, this is what you want to do. This is what you want to do so that people have a better understanding of what the goals are to get to the best outcome. Wow. Yeah. So that, so, so what ended up there is what happened is I never promised. Listen, I don't promise anything to any of the pay. I'd say, listen, I'm going to do the best I can. Mm -hmm. That's all I said. I'm going to do the best. Okay. And, he comes in, uh, you know, so what happens is you do the surgery. And then during the surgery, you start working on the eye. And there's two vital structures of the eyeball, right? It's the optic nerve, mm-hmm. which is to the brain. And then there's the macula, which is the center of the retina. Mm-hmm. These two structures, okay, if, if you damage those structures, so if you cut the optic nerve, there's really not much. There's not much I can do, right? Okay. Or if you put a hole right in the center of the macula, there's really not much I can do. I mean, I can improve your vision, but I'm not going to get you to really good vision. So right. you know, sometimes I'll do cases, I'll do surgery, and uh, someone gets shot with a BB, right? And I do the surgery, and I'm like, oh god, the BB went right, you know, into the optic nerve. Oh wow. There's not, you know, I'm not much to do. In right. his case, I did. We when we did the surgery, I said, "Oh my God, it missed the optic nerve, and it missed the macula, which is the center, by ten millimeters. Oof. We're talking about half an inch. A half an inch more, total, you're not going to get any vision back." Mm-hmm. Right. And then we we, we followed up with another surgery, and he comes in one day and he has 20/20 20, 20 vision. <gasps> wow we got them to 2020 and oh I'm, like, my God. I'm like, I'm like, okay, when do I start doing my cartwheels? <laughs> <laughs> but, and listen, but you know, we, 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 listen, we, you know, you know, I remember all the stuff that I do is based on, on people before me, you know, remember the instruments that I'm working on have been developed by guys before me. We just keep making the tools better. Right. Making instruments better. Some of the surgeries, also, require surgeries from cornea surgeons. So, for example, in his case, he had a cornea transplant by mm-hmm. one of my cornea uh, surgeons that I work with. So, it's really, uh, I would say, sort of a, a group effort. But, you know, as you start, you know, when you do these things over and over again, you really get, really, you really get good at it. Just like you guys, right? I mean, you've been doing this. All those awards you have won mm-hmm. right? <laughs> for your radio show, guess what? It didn't just, you know, it, it yeah, you know, it it's hard work. You, you you get to that point where, to you know, I watch you and I say, my God, it looks so hard. I mean, you know. Yeah, you, but the difference was, is, you
0: know, I listen. I listened to old demos of myself when I first started out and I was terrible. Nobody dies. You know, if you're <laughs> a terrible loses surgeon. Loses their vision. <laughs> if you're a terrible surgeon, people go blind.
1: Right. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, listen, well, medicine is somewhat a little bit more regulated, right? I mean, you know, you, I mean, you, you got to get your... You know, you, you, we always have, when you're starting off, someone's watching you to make sure right. you don't make any mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I think maybe when you first started, did you have, you know, it's like you had somebody that can just cut out cut your mic. You know, right, right. Speaking.
2: Oh, right. we've done shows that I guarantee nobody was listening <laughs> or
1: watching.
2: I can, I can almost guarantee it because we've tried to give away, like, concert tickets. Nobody called.
0: And they were good concert tickets. It was like Taylor, t- Taylor Swift yeah. tickets. Oh, no yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we don't even listen. Right. Well, yeah. um, we're running out of time. So just give us one more. We have uh, less than a minute left. So just yeah. give us one tip of people, something people can do right now to preserve their vision.
1: All right. All right. So, you know, one of the things that, that I'm going to say is a lot of the trauma these patients that i take care of that have trauma to the eyes they you know they get involved in activities or they do things without protecting their eyes so what i'm going to say is make sure you wear your eye protection got right? it so eye protection and another one is avoid confrontation all right wow yeah i mean avoid confrontation mean, what, what, trauma to the eye so first of all men tend to when you look at the tap, typical trauma patient it mm-hmm. always has it's always the young male okay e- either either they're working with you know a tool and they stab themselves or they go into a bar and, 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 and someone's
0: it. punched them in the eye yeah, yeah punched in
1: the eye so trauma to the eye so Protective okay. Eyelids. Don't get
0: don't get punched in the eye, and if you do, yeah. go to Doctor Gentile, because he's the right. only yeah. person that can help you.
1: Yeah, and and we're protected by.
2: Thank yeah. you very much.
0: Thank you, you so it. much. Those stories yeah. are fascinating. We can't wait to have you back because I know you have more to yep. tell us. But we're out of time now.
1: Okay. <laughs> Super. Thanks. Thanks for thanks for inviting me, and thanks, Anthony. For thanks. Inviting me.
0: Well, Thank I, you love, so I love much. I love your uh,
1: I love your, uh, your background there. thank you that was great I love it Anthony Uh, made this one yeah
2: (laughs) 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 have a great night thank you so much